The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It is the Morning Jam. It is Wednesday, and we are glad you are here. I'm Janet Rose, and we have Mike McHenry sitting in with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you? I am great. I'm glad. Me too. It's not raining. <laughs> well, no. It was It was actually it was a beautiful drive in. Yeah, well, are you a morning person, like, legit? Uh, yeah, uh, morning, and, and, and what is your name? Frank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you had to grab his microphone. That's not your real name, though. All right. No. It, okay. It is now. Okay. Uh, Trey, I'm going to name you Bobby. Uh, so, Bobby, uh, are you a morning person? You're shaking your head over No, there. he is not. No. He's right. absolutely I'm not. You're really, I'm really happy. You, are you really happy I'm here? Uh, I, I am. I, I operate best at this hour. Uh, after that, it's pretty much downhill. And I've got a, a we're gonna story. Be about yeah, that. we're going to be yeah. talking about this. When you are most productive in the day, uh, there's a study that we'll, uh, we'll talk about. And we know when you're not most productive <laughs> right Craig. now. We've got it. Right. Here's your thought of the day for this Wednesday. His name is Bobby. His name is now. Lawrence. Huh? Wrong. Wrong. Frederick. 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 His name is Frederick. I'm, I'm calling him Frederick. He's the third, so oh. that's why his name is Trey. I just, I was just, oh. I just learned this recently. All I got to know is. Is my mother loved the name Trey, so hence why I'm named Trey. So that's why I got it. All right. All right. Here's your thought of the day for this Wednesday. For every minute you are angry, Mm -hmm. you lose 30 seconds of happiness. Huh. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Pretty simplistic idea for somebody so brilliant. You've must have lost a lot of seconds of happiness while I filled in. (laughs) (laughs) You said it, not me. Mm. 434-248-0704. That's our text number. We love it when you play around with our Mind Jam trivia. Get those brainwaves going this morning. Today is National Gourmet Coffee Day. Mm -hmm. And America was first introduced to gourmet coffee. Hold on here. I got to take a sip. Okay, do it. In nineteen, mm. but that's not gourmet coffee, is it? I no. This is this is uh, probably the bottom of the barrel, right? Uh, the <laughs> cheapest coffee that you could possibly. You know find. why? Because you're a radio guy. That's and I what put, we drink. I put nothing in it. Well, a, a true story. Uh, I was uh, 19 years old, uh, and I was uh, the sidekick uh, on a morning radio show. Gee, this is <laughs> life is repeating itself again. <laughs> And yeah, it has come full circle. And and I'm sitting there. I was actually doing the news. Uh, We had an AM and an FM and I was doing the news on the FM. And uh, my my host uh, came in. He was I would always know that he was in because I'd smell the coffee. He had this big old percolator uh, in our office. And, And his secret never cleaned it. Just dumped it, just dumped it out, didn't even rinse it, and made a fresh pot. That's when you uh, need a girl in the office. New. I was told that, that is the best way to do it. And, and this was this was by far the best coffee, and, and I had never drank uh, coffee like that. Uh, my, my, well, my dad would do... Like but the, you've lived to tell yeah, the tale. My dad would do the taster's choice, you know, the freeze-dried stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and it was coffee. horrible. So uh, I, thank you, Chris, for, uh, for mm. turning me on to just... I well, thought he was going to say he spilt it on the board like I did a couple months. <laughs> no, no. He, even even nope. then, at 19, he knew that you keep it far, far away yeah. from the board. Yeah, with a with a closing lid, Right, Bobby. That's right. To be fair, it's the lid National was on the cup. Gourmet Coffee Day. It's going to take us a half hour to get through this first segment. I'm sorry, that's okay. No. Um, and America was first introduced to gourmet coffee, not where they actually wash the pots, in 1966. <laughs> yeah. 
We want to know mm-hmm. what was the name of the little coffee shop that first introduced gourmet coffee to America in 1966. Bobby, don't answer. 434-248-0704. Give us your best guess. He's been on a roll lately. He has yeah. been getting it right. Really? So, yeah. Okay. A little bit of that going on. Write down your guess. I want to see. Uh-huh. Do it. Don't say it. Yeah. Don't say it. Uh, on this day in history, mm-hmm. we had um, the $6 million man premiered. Really? 1973. Lee Majors. Yep. It's true. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Yeah, we do. Better than he was Better. before. Mm-hmm. Better. Stronger. Yes. Faster. No, that was a good thing. Hey, I had a six hundred dollar man. That's really? who my Barbies dated. Really? They didn't date Ken. I had I had the six million dollar man with the uh, with the with actual the eye. with the eye. You could yes. look, you could look through the back of the, the head. back of his head, mm-hmm. and you could roll up his sleeve. Yep. And you could see like yeah. the little uh huh. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me I, too. I, I had I had uh, Lee Majors, the six million dollar man. Of course, with inflation now, that would be like six trillion. Six trillion dollar yeah. man. Yeah. That's right. And I had the uh, and I had GI Joe, and that's who <laughs> married my Barbie. So there you go. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, also in. <laughs> 1980, this was number one on the charts. No dark sarcasm in the classroom. Teacher, leave them kids alone. Yeah, huge album with uh, Pink Floyd back in the day. But which one is Pink? I don't know. Floyd, he was Pink. <laughs> Oh, and then this one, I missed this one. In 1950, the Indians pitcher Bob Feller took a $20,000 salary cut to $45,000 at his own suggestion after a 15-14 season. That would never happen today. Well, pitcher wins are a little overrated stat at this point because you have like a guy like Jacob DeGrom who went 10-9 with a 1-4 ERA, (laughs) meaning like he was giving up almost a one, one run a game, and the Mets... Weren't hitting. You know what? I just threw you a bone there. I You're appreciate welcome. it. Thank <laughs> you. I don't really care. We all know this. Go sports. So there's Yay. that. All right. Uh, birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you from all of us. You share it with actor and director Kevin Costner. He turned 68 years old today. He doesn't look a day over 68. It's true. There you go. Wait a minute. Dad you feed your horse? You think it's fair that you have your dessert before he has his supper? I'll be right back. You hurry up then, okay? You don't want that ice cream to melt, do you? When did he turn into to Clint Eastwood? Man. He talks like this. He talks now. like this now. I don't watch Yellowstone because I didn't make it past the first episode because of the horse thing. Oh. Um, but a lot of people watch it and a lot of people love it. I haven't oh, yeah, seen shoot. anything of it. A lot of people just absolutely are completely obsessed with it. I'm so. still binging 30 Rock, so. You know. <laughs> a little far behind there. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, I have some catching up to do. Actress Allison Ingram, better known as Nellie Olson, is 61 years old today. I don't think the country girls have another penny. What do you think, Willie? Oh, she was so mean. Ugh. I hated her so much. <laughs> I just love to hate her. Nellie Olson. 
You just punched the computer screen. I, I did. I found my spirit animal yesterday, guys. <laughs> what is it? It's an octopus. Really? Yes. Apparently, huh. octopus will randomly just punch fish for absolutely no reason. <laughs> I was like, that's that's my spirit animal. I need to put it up on our Facebook page because it's really, really funny. Mine um, uh, mine is either the jackass or baboon. Well, I I used to think it was something pretty pretty watch watch that watch that octopus. It just like BAM. It just right. pops that pops it right Where's in the, the fish. It's BAM. Yeah, it, was, swim, <laughs> it swims in. I was gonna say I don't need to really watch it. I think I've experienced enough mornings at this point for you. <laughs> Only when Ba-dum-bum. you do puns, I hey, do pretty good. That's my number one tip I could give you: mm-hmm. it, as many as many puns as possible. Okay, I'll be very punny. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. I don't. I don't Sorry. think that's his wheelhouse. Thank no. God. Uh, Singer songwriter Bobby Goldsboro is turning eighty-two years old today. He's still alive? I know. That's what I said, wow. and I only double checked because I didn't want to play this song. And honey, <laughs> I miss you. Oh, oh Lord. Lord. And I'm I know. It's so sad. And I'd love to be with you. Yeah. If only I could. If only I, I could. Well, I had to get the whole line in. I know. Bobby Goldsboro. It, God it, bless it's him. A, it's a wonderful, beautiful song. It really is. You don't mean that. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. And then finally, actor Shut up, Richard. Jesse Martin off of Law and & Order mm. and The Flash. He's 54 years old today. Here he is singing to Rosie O'Donnell. What? I know. Open your door. I'll be your tenant. Don't got much baggage to lay at your feet. Wow. Oh, wow. Who yeah. knew he could sing? I don't know. Well, he can. I guess. There you go. It's proof. Mind Jam Trivia, today is National Gourmet Coffee Day. Mm-hmm. America was first introduced to gourmet coffee in 1966 mm-hmm. by a little coffee shop. And we just want to know, what little coffee shop are we talking about? Yep. Where'd it come from? So I know this answer. Do you? Yeah, there was one of these on the campus at Virginia Tech. Really? Yep. Okay. Wow, he's giving clues. He is giving clues. Well, we're going to see... Uh, if you've got the right... We're getting a lot of guesses. Yeah. Don't know if any of them are, you know, necessarily... Right. We're getting Starbucks guests a lot. Yeah. That one's getting guests a lot. Yeah. We'll have the answer coming up here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. I'm Mike McKendrick. And you're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Good morning. I never met a girl who makes me feel the way that you do. You're all the Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Uh. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the village. Yes, it does. So mm-hmm. Find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. It's a good way to start a morning with a little Frank Sinatra. Today is National Gourmet Coffee Day, which yes, according is. to Bear is only gourmet if it has bourbon in it. But yeah. golly, Bear, everything you <clears throat> eat is gourmet then because <laughs> you love bourbon. <laughs> we wanted to ask you um, this question. Mm-hmm. America was first introduced to gourmet coffee in 1966 with a little coffee shop. And we wanted you to tell us what the name of that coffee shop was what are some of the guesses uh dunkin donuts was guess uh-huh. 
Better um, than Starbucks. Barney's or Bernie's Coffee Shop yeah. also guessed. Did you have a different guess? Pete's. Pete's Coffee Shop is Trey's guess, and you are correct. Ding, 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 ding. I only... You are... I will say... You're correct, sir. <laughs> that was... They, they're all over... Duncan's are all over Boston, but so are the Pete's Coffee Shops. Yeah. They're all over, and, and they do make a really, really good cup of coffee. Yes. Well, so. according to this, Pete started a movement and Starbucks turned it into an avalanche. Yeah, probably yeah. so. I would say that's pretty right. And did you know the Starbucks guy was inspired by automats? Huh. He was interviewed in a documentary on automats. Interesting. And that was his goal, was to recreate the magic of the automat. Yeah, okay. Go figure. Go figure. Today is also National Thesaurus Day. Oh, it is National Thesaurus Day. I yeah. can't pronounce it properly. Right. Um, so, uh, would you like to expand our vocabulary? I would, yes. Okay. Always. All right. Vocabulary music, please. I'm sorry. He doesn't have any music for us. You That's weren't right. waiting. It's all right. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's the 18th, uh, by the way, because of a guy named Peter Rocher. Thank you. Uh, he was born on this date, uh, 1779, and published the first Thesaurus in 1852. Well, it took him like three years or something, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sure did. Because um, you know, he was writing and writing and writing right. and writing, and then he couldn't even read his own handwriting. Well, anyway, uh, so in honor of it, here are some alternatives to common words that can make you sound smart. Yes. Or better yet, astute. Mm. There we go. Brainy. <laughs> Why? See what you did there. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, so instead of happy, uh, what would you say to sound more smarter or or est? Uh, rather than happy, uh -huh. excited, Joyful. delighted, delighted, delighted. Yes. Uh, how about instead of worried, concerned, Bobby? I, I there's a reason I'm doing radio and not print journalism. <laughs> and you're shaking your head like people can see you. Uh, it's agitated. These words will make you sound more smarter. But see, agitated almost sounds angry, like yeah, you're angry. Yeah. But okay. How about, how about uh, I love this one. I'm going to try this one with my wife. Uh, instead of begin. Instead of begin, begin. to begin something? Yes. Begun. No. To start something? <laughs> no, to... say commence. <laughs> oh Lord! See, then you just come across Commence. as pretentious. Yes, yes. And well, right. this are, these are common uh, common words that can make you sound more smarter. Okay. Um, how more, about more is better? Okay. How about instead of "I love you"? Instead of "I love you." Yeah. Now that's that's an awesome compliment. Right. How about "I adore you"? I adore you. Yeah. Okay, that's a good uh, one. How in it, it's cold out. Uh, how about saying it's it, frigid? It's frigid. It's frigid. chilly. It's okay. Um, this is this is one of my favorite ones. Uh, instead of wrong, incorrect, sir. Erroneous. Erroneous. You're erroneous. See, yeah. I just think this makes You're you sound erroneous. like an ass if you use these. I <laughs> well, don't know that that's going to okay. be good. You've learned my secret. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's uh, that's what I said. That's my spirit animal. Like sometimes, sometimes like. People will use words like they're trying to make the other person feel dumb. Yeah. So I think there's a very fine line. How about instead of asking about something? Request. Inquire. Inquiring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're inquiring. All right. So there you go. That's uh, that's. Some... And then, uh, see, that one's not. That one's <clears throat> yeah, not. That's not as pretentious. That's not as pretentious. Yeah. So okay. go Peter Roche. Have you ever like read... And a communication from someone and you said somebody got out there so sorry they're really working hard to try to sound intelligent yeah. here um, yeah. occasionally you know uh, again, you'll see you've that. learned my secret <laughs> 
Wow, it only took 25 minutes. Uh, I'm not that deep. If you're just joining us, Mike McHenry sitting in this morning, Hi. and we are very happy to have him with us. We've Me got a lot too. of things to break down uh, this morning. WDBJ7 is going to be on the way here in a little bit right. uh, to talk about some, some stories. Some of the big news in the Commonwealth uh, includes a failed bill of Sen- Senator Newman um, no. as he was trying to break us away from that connection that we have with California and all their green nonsense. Um, there's still going to be a ban on gas-powered car sales by 2035, which I think is completely stupid. That's nuts. Um, it, it, it really is crazy. Okay. So uh, would it be cheaper for me to outfit my 1996 Subaru uh, with an electric motor or uh, just buy a, a new Tesla? Well, Teslas aren't very popular now because everybody hates Elon. Oh yeah, that's right. So Dang maybe it. I'm I'm hoping I'm so behind the curve that those prices are going to come way down. Well, they they already started to. Uh, uh, Elon uh, announced uh, some uh, uh, some cost cutting and some uh, decrease in the price uh, of uh, of Teslas. But you also have a number of pretentious yes. Hollywood types Pinky extended. who don't want to be seen driving a Tesla now. Oh, heavens, a Tesla. Right, so maybe you can get some good deals on that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you might get a used one. Maybe. About the same price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have uh, not a great story hmm. as the numbers are coming in. We've been following this for a while on the show. Hmm. Um, after marijuana became legal in the Commonwealth, yeah. we started seeing a lot more kids being uh, taken to uh, the doctor, the emergency rooms, a lot more calls to Poison Control Center for children unintentionally consuming edible marijuana products. Yikes. That tripled. And we already saw a big increase uh, in 21. Yeah. It tripled from 21 to 22. Um, yeah. of the calls involve children ages five or younger, most requiring hospitalization. Calls among the age group also more than tripled from 21 when the Poison Control Center received 16 calls for kids five and under. And UVA health medical taxologist Chris Holstage with the Poison Control Center said most of these cases are caused by toddlers mistakenly eating edible marijuana products that look like candy first of all if you have kids in the house why yeah i mean number one that's it's it's up to the parent uh yes it's it's legal uh yes that's fine if that's your thing uh but you know it's the same would, would you let your kid crack open a beer would you let your kid get into the liquor well, cabinet i wouldn't would even leave out the gummy vitamins yeah. down no, because exactly. i didn't want them eating you wouldn't want your your child yeah. grabbing a handful of even vitamins and right. chucking them all down yeah you gotta put that stuff up so i would put that up i yeah. can't even imagine we got a phone call uh let's go to the line good yeah. morning you're on line one hey janet how you doing good alan how are you not too bad. Hey, uh, what are the car dealers going to do here in Virginia if they have to change over to all electric and then nobody's buying the cars? Uh, I, if I'm correct, I think Toyota <coughs> decided they're not going to do that. Um, so Toyota is going to be selling all the cars, and GM and Ford are going to be like, burr, burr, burr. so. So Toyota is not going to do what? They're not going to sell gas powered. I mean, electric cars? They're not going along with all the mandates. They're going to continue making gas cars, what they said. So 
Where are they going to sell them? From this. Uh, Where are they going to sell them? So we're just not uh, going to have any well, Toyota dealers in Virginia? Black market. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, I'll just go. I'll just go to North Carolina to buy a car. Yeah. So you know, I can do that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, why would? This is insane. <laughs> it, it's just. I mean, what are they thinking about? I mean, did you know? Did not. anybody hear that? Did They're they hear that podcast with Joe Rogan talking about the guy? The guy was talking about he went over there to Congo and they got slave labor um, getting all the cobalt for these electric car batteries and they're just 12-year-old kids being beat and making like a dollar an hour and stuff like that in the right. Congo. And it's slave labor. I mean, they're mining all of this stuff like lithium and cobalt and we're going to all our, if you ever been in West Virginia, you'll see all where all the the mines were but they don't they don't care as long as it fits their agenda they don't care they i mean it just doesn't matter how is it economical and how is it environmentally safe when you're mining and you're using slave labor and you're preaching to the choir my friend we just have to keep keep on fighting you know i think i'll just go back to that story about the uh the Tennessee police woman. But, uh. <laughs> we, we were talking about that off the air. We will we will talk about that a little bit on the air. Yeah, it's a slippery a slope, folks. We got to go to break. We got to go to news. Okay, Alan, thanks for it. calling. Have a good day. <laughs> We've got WDBJ7 on the way with our local headlines for Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the South Side. We'll be back with more of the Morning Jam. Mike McCundry and I'm Janet Rose, and we're glad you're joining us. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Partly sunny skies today. Very warm highs at 63. Overnight lows at 43 tonight with a chance of showers. Rain likely on Thursday. Still quite warm with a high of 62. The rain tapers off by the evening with lows at 43 heading into Thursday night. And on Friday, partly to mostly sunny skies. Cooler though. Breezy highs at 53 degrees. 46 degrees now in Lynchburg, 50 in Bedford, 52 in Roanoke and Salem. We have cloudy skies in 46 in Danville, 43 in Appomattox, 45 in Amherst. Six at the airport, although nobody lives at the airport. Do they not? (laughs) Nobody. Okay, well, but they certainly get the last word, don't they? Absolutely. It is uh, 735. (laughs) It is morning time. We've already determined Mm. that... Trey is not a morning person. Yeah, Trey, not a morning person. Not horribly productive in the morning. Well, I have to be productive. Well, he's running the board, though. You're reluctantly productive. I think <laughs> that's a band name. Uh, I'm, see, I'm adding, oh, write I'm, that down. I was going to say, band name basically, <laughs> all my years in Scouts uh, has basically broken me enough where I can be productive in the morning. Is if it, you have to be, but it, it if doesn't I have come to natural. Be. Has it paid off, all that scouting? I'll never forget graduating from high school and and suddenly realizing that I was a morning person. And Mm. I was so sad because I thought I was going to be a night owl. When I was not. When I was younger, I would wake up really, I would be like the first one up in my family. And then as I got older, it changed. It flipped. It might flip back yet. So you've got an article about what time of day yeah productivity okay um well would you say you're a morning person definitely absolutely okay uh trey you're an afternoon annoyingly person. so 
I'm a pins on the day person, but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So we can't pin you down just yet. Um, well, a new poll uh, found the average office worker is productive at, wait for it, Ten twenty two a.m. That's the average office worker. Okay, not people that you know Dang get up at four in the morning the like us. Then. Yeah. Okay. Um, then it's all downhill from there. Uh, we hit our first. <laughs> we hit our first big slump at one twenty seven p.m. I don't know how they figured this out. Uh, and then another one on top of that at two o six. We might as well just take the whole rest of the darn day but off. But that's like if you have yeah. So how long does that slump last? Because you get that's, your first one at one it. and your second that's, one at two. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I'd say in any given week, I probably do about 15 minutes of actual real work. Um, <laughs> but we also te- we also tend to feel the most drained on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, the top things that can drain us in a typical workday are too much time in front of the computer. Okay. Uh, Trey's got two of them. Uh, getting interrupted by colleagues. Lord. Trey. And uh, not taking breaks. I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, in general, 38% said that they feel more productive working in an office, while 22% feel like they get more done working from home. Not everyone else said, you know, no big difference either way, apparently. Or everyone else, rather, said no big difference uh, either way. My problem with working at home is then I have four dogs laying on me, and then that's not very productive. <laughs> oh, I, I love Jerry the cat. Uh, I actually, Jerry took over my desk chair. Uh, and now it's his. Okay. So I actually have to grab a chair from the dining room and bring it into my office and slide my office chair right, over. Now, I don't do that. I do that. I do that for Jerry. Okay. And, and I will pet Jerry while I'm working. So and Yeah, but and, see, you know why you do that? Because with a dog, you can go, buddy, move over. Yeah, and, no, and he'll no. move over and a cat will like kill you in your sleep that's the difference now according to this noise levels and not being able to control the thermostat were two things that we don't like being uh in an office oh you just you just hit a trigger (laughs) Um, i don't know who the lizard is that it is hot in here. It is so hot in here. I, I thought it was you, and I wasn't going to say anything. No, okay. I hate it. I have a fan over here going. Really? Yes, because it's okay. so freaking hot in it's, here. It's it's a little bit more comfortable now. Can we get Big Daddy Gary on I this? don't know. Uh, it's not controlled by any of the thermostats here. I've it's tried in the them shop. All. The, the image bright shop okay it's all it's right. controlled by people okay. that we don't Let's have any interaction it. with sorry um i hate it wow we're i gonna, agree with that though well it feels a little better now well that's because i turned the fan on oh okay yeah. well thank you for that uh-huh. uh anyway the the other part so what's the best part of being in the office two-thirds agreed it's being around co-workers like you mm. yeah. and the best part of uh, working from home every day pants optional <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> well you know we did a story last week mm. about how that's the number one thing for people now is they want that flexibility to be able to work from yeah. home and that's what they're asking for this is this is it and and now uh more than ever with the technology it it's very achievable uh, although productivity is the is the number one issue with working from home and accountability you know how right. how to and and I, I had a story yesterday uh, on my show uh, that uh, talked about a woman who got in trouble and had to repay her employer for basically faking 
working uh, for a month. She did absolutely positively no work. She actually showed up uh, occasionally on uh, some Zoom meetings. Right. But really, other than that, yeah, she did nothing. Totally faked her her job uh, for a month and ended up having to repay the employer. It's a very double edged thing because yeah. you think, oh, working from home, that's great. But then you see all the stuff that needs to be done at home mm-hmm. and it never goes away the job I, is always there yeah i, I kind of like it though i i, I liked it okay. you know, i have a good uh, a good work home balance but it's it's really cool because you know in between you know hey i gotta take a break i'm gonna stand up might as well do a load of laundry right know? so it's, it's nice if yeah. you can if you can stay focused that way <laughs> i do have a studio that i can yeah. actually go in so well, that then, helps then when you got when you got uh two two kids running around the house though uh, that that can and the dogs right. and uh, I've I've got this whole bit that I did when how when many recordings do you have saying stop talking <laughs> I'm on the air no I, I just I just I just give them the look I just give them that that works with the children but it doesn't yeah. work with my dogs yeah. <laughs> It just doesn't. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Teresa sent us a picture of her new uh, Hi, baby calf that says the best part of working from home. Yes, I would say so. Yeah, I forget her name. I did know her name because she the sent calf? it to me. Yeah, I knew the calf's name because hmm. she sent it to me yesterday. But now I forget. Drizzle. I think her name is Drizzle because it was raining when yeah. she was born. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and then Pant uh, Gianni says. Pants on in the Zoom meeting, very important. True. No, only if you stand up. And then, <laughs> and then trucker, as long as as long as you remain seated, it's totally fine. Yeah, but see, that doesn't always work out that way. I had a girl that that was um, in a in a class that I was teaching, and she had started working at a drive-through, and apparently, yeah. there are some people that think they don't have to wear pants if they go through a drive-through. Because they're not actually going into the restaurant. Um, yes. Uh, true story. Uh, and, yeah. And the drive-through <clears throat> person can totally see down into that car. Yeah, they can. So we don't we don't recommend uh-huh. that. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, Trucker Allen said pamps are obviously optional in the police department in Laverne, Tennessee. Uh-huh. He will not let this go. Um, so if you haven't heard this story, this is the land of my people. Mm. So it's not a great it's not a great story. Yeah. Apparently, five officers. Things happen everywhere. <laughs> Probably not like this. Well, with her. Five. Well, <laughs> but look at the face. I know. Five officers have been fired. <laughs> oh, man. And one more looks like it could Ruff, be on the row. way out. And Ruff, I think row. they only have. Good Lord, I'm looking at the picture. It looks like there's only like eight officers in the whole department. <laughs> so she's like blowing through them pretty good. All right. Mm. So. An investigation found that five officers have been fired literally in the middle of a sex scandal. Mm, my. But, but so far, they've been suspended without no, five have been fired, three more suspended. Okay, That's so, the whole department. So this was this was while they were on no, okay. duty. I'm right. Yes. Yeah. Speaking 60, of getting fired, I think this subject might get me fired, so I'm going to be quiet. A 60-person no, police no. department. You just opened So up. there was a 60-person police department. So oh, it wasn't 60. The, okay. 60. Right. It, but in the in the photo of, of the little, it was not that many. <laughs> so um, the, the situation is unacceptable. I don't know. Yeah. Megan Hall is her name. Right. Uh, she has Brr. been fired. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, ladies, this is a cautionary tale. Hmm. Because she is not cute. 
She's not what you would call uh, somebody that that you would say, honey, you can't go over there. Right. If, if you don't talk to her. There are some women that yeah. if, if you walked in, you'd be like, you are not going to be her partner. Yeah. You know, she is way too attractive. Uh-uh. Yeah. So with this girl, you you know, you'd be like, okay, she's pretty benign. Maybe she's she has not gonna hidden be, talents. Maybe she does. I don't know. They're not hidden anymore. <laughs> and her husband is standing beside her. He is. Uh, he is. Of course, he is standing by his woman, sticking by his wife. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Oh my word! <laughs> Unbelievable. Good All right, Alan, you. are you happy? I shared the story. There you go. She's a terrible person. Yeah. She has destroyed multiple families, and and it's in my home state. Are you yeah. happy now? Well, the guys had something to do with it too. They did. <laughs> I know. Um. Uh, she she shrugged off the controversy, uh-huh. saying, I don't want to discuss it. Yeah. I'm going to move on with my life. Yeah, okay. All right. Good for you. All righty. Mm-hmm. All right. Apparently, there was a Girls Gone Wild hot tub moment as well. Really? That's what they're saying. All right. <sighs> Videos up on our Janet's Maybe. Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Oh, my word. It's going to be a long morning. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. They have some great prices on something you might want to throw on the grill or prep up for this evening. We'll tell you about those specials coming up here very shortly. Right now, I've got a recipe for a delicious crunchy Napa slaw that I think you will love. It will go with pretty much any protein that you want to throw it. It's also just great by itself. Throw some grilled chicken on it. So good. Uh, you're going to start by making the dressing first because that's kind of where the magic happens. Fourth of a cup of rice wine vinegar, two tablespoons of honey, a cup of mayonnaise. You know what kind. Duke's mayonnaise. A half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, half a teaspoon of ground ginger, a teaspoon of sesame oil, a little soy sauce, and a clove of minced garlic. You're going to mix that up and set it aside. And then very simply, you're going to shred up some Napa cabbage. Napa cabbage is better than just regular. You can use regular cabbage, but the Napa cabbage is better. Two cups of sugar snap peas. Uh, I like to julienne those really, really thin and pop those in there. Half a cup of grated carrots, a cup of chopped radishes, a half a cup of sliced green onions, some cilantro, some slivered almonds, Toss that dressing with it, and again, you can serve it up with some grilled shrimp, some grilled chicken. Dinner is served, and it is delicious. And if you want to go the vegetarian route, you can do that and and leave it off. Although, we do have a story coming up where the vegetarians are not happy. Really? No, they are not happy. I can't imagine that. I I know, because they seem like such happy people. But no, they're not. They're not happy with this whole plant-based meat thing. Mm. So we'll talk about that. If you want the recipe for the crunchy Napa slaw, go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share. Brought to you by FNL Market on Memorial Avenue, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. We are the morning jam. It's the Morning Jam. 
And our toll-free number is 866-916-3776. Our text number is 434-248-0704. I'm Janet Rose. Mike McKendry sitting in today. Hello. Glad to have you here. Thank you. Um, Randy texted in and said, Janet, this is Randy in Bedford. All my meats are plant-based. My cows eat the plants. (laughs) I eat the cows. They are Mm plant-based. Okay. (laughs) Well... That certainly is one way to look at it. I think there might be a movement here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, <clears throat> anyway. oh, Lord. Where's the rim shot? Uh, Bobby? Oh, it's gone. But it's, yeah. No, that didn't work. <laughs> so apparently, the vegetarians are not happy about some of the changes that are taking place in their industry. Now, in the UK, vegetarians outnumber vegans by almost 2 million. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they're in danger of being canceled by a plant-based takeover of the nation's menus. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, So not long ago, if you wanted a vegetarian meal, most restaurants offered at least one option. Yeah. Uh, as long as you weren't in a, you know, in France where they, you know, always put cheese on everything. Uh, (laughs) But... Today's vegetarians evidently are yeah. getting annoyed. Huh. The once trusty meat-free option, they say, is being replaced by a vegan one. Hmm. And the vegetarian society has been getting a lot of complaints who are very peeved to find veggie dishes containing dairy and eggs are often absent from menus. Wow. And, uh, and and they've been getting rid of them in flavor of plant-based vegan burgers or vegan chili. And they're not happy about it. Now, I've had uh, a lot of, of, you know, plant-based or uh, soy-based or non-meat. And, and I'm fine with it, although I, I love a good burger. I love a good steak, a good ribeye. But when you look nutritionally yeah. at the Impossible Burger, yeah. if you look at the calories, the fat, yeah. everything that's in, you may as well eat. Now, we eat venison. Okay. Instead of red meat, we eat venison. Yeah. Uh, Good it's, choice. It's a very, very lean choice. Protein's yeah. very high. Fat's very low. So that's that's what we replace our red meats with. Yeah. But occasionally, you know, you just want a burger. You Absolutely. just want a good old burger. Yeah. Um, so I I agree that if you're looking for health reasons, a lot of the things that used to be considered healthy, even turkey burgers, mm-hmm. like if you look at ground turkey, it's got 10 grams of fat in it. Yeah. I mean, you're much better off to have chicken or something like that. Well, and, I, and I also understand uh, a lot of folks that are like, well, I don't want to eat something that has a face. All right. Well, that's fine. That's your choice. That, absolutely. Absolutely. But then there are people out there who think that vegetables have feelings. So I I don't know. Um, They're saying there used to be a menu for meat people and a menu for vegetarians. And now the vegan culture has taken over. And it's easier for restaurants to say, if you're not a meat eater, we're going to take everything out of it and cover it all, uh, all the bases. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't get it because I'm not. But I, I understand what they're saying, because if they're doing it for health reasons, a lot of the vegan options yeah. aren't any better than just eating the meat. Mm. So I get it. Again. I can get it. Yep. So uh, Liz said, um, a funny story. My son, Ryan, wanted to know when we were going to go to that delicious restaurant. I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. Then it dawned on me. 
uh, Janet's Five and Dine. <laughs> you can bring him over, Liz. Bring him over Saturday. She'll uh, cook for everyone. Mama Jan will cook up for him. Everyone's invited. Everyone's invited. Just show up. <laughs> yeah. That happens more Is that your, you your payback for Mark for like uh, dropping a bomb that uh, people were going to show up for dinner the last that minute? That happened to me last week. Really? Yes. Okay. I get home late. And they're, they're just random people well, in your, in your was, house? He was helping a young man okay. sight in his bow. Ah, okay. Because he's an archer yeah. and that's what he does. Okay. And, and the young man was around. They were talking hunting stuff and that's fine. And he works with with this guy's wife, and who was going to stop by and wanted to see the dogs. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, "Do we have enough pork loin for everybody?" And I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and at this point, it's like almost four thirty. Yeah. So yeah, I had a I had to whip up a dinner for four pretty quickly, yeah. but it was fine. Oh, that's good. We did it. No no problem. Uh, well, the White House is uh, changing its tune a little bit about the um, the documents. They've been <laughs> avoiding the the subject altogether vroom 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 <laughs> well and speaking of that so Ducey, it's okay hunter had the keys right it's totally fine he's um, the only one Ducey, peter Ducey asked president biden classified documents next to your corvette what were you thinking <laughs> and Biden responded, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, and by the way, my Corvette is locked in a garage, okay? So it's not like they're sitting in the street. Uh, Um, And then Ducey said, so the documents were locked in a garage? (laughs) Biden's handling of the classified documents is now the subject of an investigation. Hmm. Now the White House, who hasn't been answering any questions at all, uh, they previously claimed that President Joe Biden works while taking trips to his Wilmington, Delaware home. That's mm. been a big, you know, we just paid for, for all the new security so he could do business mm, yep. there at his at his home. Sure. That was a big deal because it was a lot of money. Uh, during the White House briefing in February of last year, Jim Fasaki said that Biden can get work done from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will note that while every president can work from anywhere, they uh, they are because that's how presidencies are equipped. He's traveling to Delaware for a memorial service of a family member, and he will be. That's why he's traveling there this weekend. The president has the capacity to make secure calls from anywhere he is. Yes. But on Monday, the White House Counsel's Office said that the Biden's Wilmington residence is personal. Mm-hmm. The office made the statement while explaining why visitor logs don't exist. So anybody anybody can stroll in, although the garage is locked. The garage is locked. Yeah, so you don't locked. want him getting near the Corvette. Of course not. Like every president in decades of modern history, his personal residence is personal, the mm. office said. Mm. Notably, Biden has previously held legislative meetings at the home. Mm-hmm. One gathering with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin. In addition to classified documents being found at Biden's private office at the Penn Biden Center, a number of Obama-era classified documents were also found last week in his garage. Interesting. Look, I probably have classified documents in, uh, you know, because I just moved in to my current home a couple of years ago. Okay. And I still have boxes in the basement. Yeah. That I don't know what's in Next them. Next year, a Corvette? No, I don't have a, a Corvette. I have a total gym. 
Okay. So, okay. it's right next to the Total Gym and just before the Thigh Master. It's like right in between. I don't have a Thigh Master. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just, Suzanne. Just kidding. I don't have that. Coming up at the top of the hour, Bill Trefero will be joining us from the Roanoke News Desk with all of your regional and local headlines. We'll have that coming up. And the best place to be if things go really, really bad. Really bad. We're talking nuclear bad. Well, you know what? Uh, Our relationship (laughs) with the world right now, that might not be bad information to have. I don't know. We'll try to keep it positive. We will. We've got uh, more coming up for you on this Wednesday. It's the Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.